Hey, sugar. This is Jamie. What we got here is to do San Francisco podcast extravaganza. Welcome. This is Jamie. You're listening to the To Do San Francisco podcast, episode number two. This podcast is intended to share information for those living, working, or playing in San Francisco. I think it's been a drag for a lot of us to not be able to go out and do the things that we're accustomed to doing. Uh, but that's starting to change a little bit as, as long as we're all well-behaved and masking up, keeping our social distance, and doing a good job of uh, washing our hands regularly. Some of the things that are open now that do require reservations, though, because of uh, limited capacity constraints uh, include the San Francisco Zoo, uh, so you can make online reservations at sfzoo.org to go to the zoo. It's an outdoor experience, so that's to the degree that COVID-19 is not uh, uh, as strong uh, if you're outside, that might be a, an option to to take on. Uh, there is the DeYoung Museum, which... Uh, is reopening tentatively on Friday, September 25th. Uh, they they are subject to city approval, uh, but that is also an option uh, where you can advance in ad, in advance uh, book your book your tickets or your reservation. Uh, the Museum of Modern Art over on Third Street in South of Market uh, is intending to reopen uh, October 4th to the public. Uh, there's some special member preview days. And, and if you're not a member of SF MoMA, uh, I certainly encourage you joining that museum. It's, it's a great spot to uh, take a book and, and go read, at least in regular times. Uh, and nothing else, a, a, nice, a nice community organization to support. Uh, they're taking reservations starting this week. Uh, Wednesday, September 23rd is when they're going to start online ticketing for their reopening. Uh, they're limited to 25% capacity, uh, so there will there will be some limits. Uh, finally, I want to mention the Asian Art Museum in Civic Center. Uh, they're going to be opening up to the public, it looks like, October 3rd. Uh, and you can go ahead and reserve your tickets now at asianart.org. Uh, the websites I should probably share for the others. Uh, the DeYoung, it's a little, lots of acronymy stuff that's not easy to spell out. For the Mo- Museum of Modern Art, it's sfmoma.org, S-F-M-O-M-A.org. But I'll, I'll try to put the links to all those in the show notes. Oh, what are, what else have you been occupying yourself with? Please let me know. Uh, you can call a phone number that I've set up 
415-633-6683. I'd love to hear what what things are reopening soon or are already open in San Francisco that you've been checking out and visiting. Uh, If you have more than just a a few tips and tricks to offer, uh, why don't you consider emailing? You can send an email to the email address 2TO, do, D-O, S-F, podcast at gmail.com. That's 2 do sfpodcast at gmail.com if you happen to have an event coming up and maybe maybe you're in a a performance group a musical group and you're going to be doing some online performances in san francisco or you're you're more or less a san francisco targeted band If, if things were operating as normal you'd be performing in san francisco let me know uh i'm i'm doing this podcast uh, in part to help uh, just get the word out for, for good causes, good people. Um, I am not doing this for any sort of for-profit notions. Uh, this is purely a, a hobby, a public service of sorts, um, and just something I'm doing for fun. For those of us living in San Francisco, we have quite the treat. I think there's 15, 20, 1,000 propositions on our ballot coming November 3rd. And that's just the local stuff. Uh, (laughs) Voting voting is uh, not for the the light, the the drive-by experience in San Francisco, I don't think. At least not if you want to do a a good citizen's job of of understanding what you're being asked to vote yes or no on. Uh, Not to mention, choose some people to uh, oversee often millions, if not billions of dollars of the public's uh, tax dollars. So the election coming up is November 3rd, 2020. If you live in San Francisco or, well, anywhere in California, for that matter, uh, you need to be registered to vote by October 19th. How do you register to vote, you might ask? Well, I would recommend that you go to the State of California uh, website. That's the uh, Secretary of State. And let's see if I can find the website for you here kind of quickly. It's... Uh, it's going to be registertovote.ca.gov. That's the state of California, Secretary of State. Uh, and you can register to vote there. Please do so by October 19th. Now, when you do register to vote, I believe you can leave your email address and or telephone number. I would recommend against providing your email address or your telephone number because you will likely get all sorts of emails and phone calls from folks asking for money, more money, and more money, and that's just a pain in everybody's butt, especially when they start text messaging you because they've figured out most of our telephones are cell phones. Uh, I I get random texts from uh, somebody running against Nancy Pelosi texted me today, and I'm like, stop, Just, just stop. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want to hear from you. I didn't ask to hear from you. 
but there's no rules against you know the do not call list. You might get your telephone number on the do not call uh, list, but when it comes to political purposes, that do not call list does not does not count. They can call you to their heart's content, uh, soliciting money and volunteer time and and all the other stuff. Uh, bless them; they they need it because there's a lot of money in politics. But uh, yeah, so when you register to vote, I, that'd be my my suggestion. Also, you might want to go with the option of voting by mail permanently. Uh, that's a pretty good convenient idea. In San Francisco, we tend to get our ballots if we vote by mail permanently, like I do, uh, about the second week of October for the November elections. That gives you some time to sit down and, you know, take your time going through the ballot and making your choices. Uh, yeah, the other the other thing that, that you should be completing if you have not already is the United States Census, uh, the 2020 Census. This is taken once every 10 years, and it determines a lot of important things. Uh, our planning department, I know in the past, has used census data to try to figure out where they think kids live, uh, which has come to very uh, bad outcomes for South of Market, where mo- much of the land is uh multi-purpose or mixed use and they tend to use census tracts rather than block level census data so they totally miss that 500 unit condo tower or apartment building that might have 100 kids in it uh and they'll they'll mark it as being low well they do two things they they use census tracts which will include in in mixed use areas like south of market all sorts of office buildings, auto part uh, things, and other stuff that just totally dilute the population. And they have it scaled for the flat suburban territory of San Francisco, the the western side, if you will, uh, single-family homes. So their scale will be like one to two kids, two to four kids, five or more kids. (laughs) And... So where do you put a building that has 500 condos and 100 children in that sort of scale that gives you any clue how many kids we're talking about live in this building? But anyway, uh, that's that's more my personal criticism of, of the misuse of census data. But please, please do uh, fill out the census. Its uh, website is 2020census.gov. Uh yeah, so that's your homework. <laughs> Get ready to vote November 3rd uh, and also uh, the 2020 census. Be sure to fill it out. Uh, we sure are counting on, on getting accurate counts for San Francisco and the state of California so that we get some share of the money that we contribute to the federal government back. Uh, and, and we could definitely use it for things like a second BART tunnel connecting the East Bay to San Francisco or the uh, connection of the Caltrain uh, from 4th and King over to the Transbay Transit Center's basement, where there is a train station built just waiting for that uh, connecting underground rail to be built. If you have thoughts uh, on the census, I'd be curious to hear them. I know there's a, a little bit of controversy about it. 
about the census, uh, various angles. Uh, if you've if you've been actually working for the census, I'd be curious to hear what that experience is like. Uh, give me a call 415-633-6683. Or uh, if you'd like to be interviewed, uh, send me an email and I'll consider consider that. Uh, the email address is to do sf podcast at gmail.com. That's T O D O S F podcast at gmail.com. Well, if you're still listening, thank you so much for listening to my podcast. This is To Do San Francisco podcast, episode number two. And uh, yeah, I think I think we're ready to wrap this this one up. Uh, didn't really touch on anything to deal with folks working in San Francisco, but if you're like me, you are working at home, which may or may not be in San Francisco. Uh, so there's that. One thing I am noticing is traffic. The traffic in downtown San Francisco seems to be getting pretty bad. Uh, I guess it's reflecting that BART's ridership is down to 10% of of what it has traditionally been. Um, Gosh, I don't know. When when do people psychologically get ready to to hop on transit again? Um, I guess for... For Muni, for the San Francisco transit, uh, the buses at least, they have the ability to open windows, and as long as they can feed enough buses so that people aren't sitting on top of each other in the buses, that that feels, you know, and as long as you're not riding the bus for more than, say, 10 minutes or so, it seems like like that's... that's uh, you're not risking much. There, there's, I mean, there's certainly risk involved... Uh, with this COVID-19, but uh, not as much as BART, where uh, you don't have the windows. Although when you do stop at stations, uh, I think the air clears a little bit, but uh, I don't know, man. What do you think? When when are people going to hop on BART again? Uh, and what, what are we doing with the traffic congestion? Can Can we start doing congestion pricing, charging folks for uh, driving on the downtown San Francisco streets to help deter uh, quite so much traffic. I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea or a bad idea. I'm, I'm, I would think that a lot of businesses are not too game to deter people from coming into San Francisco by car uh, when they're scared to, to ride BART, but we shall see. Anywho, uh, again, this is Jamie. And I thank you so much for listening. If, if you want to follow, uh, I've been setting up some social media stuff. Uh, so if you go to the website todosf.com or todosanfrancisco.com, uh, there's some social media links in the upper left corner. Uh, you can follow to do SF Podcast on Twitter or on Instagram uh, or on Facebook. There's a, a Facebook page, to do SF page. Um, it's probably going to take me a little bit of time to start filling stuff in on those, but uh, I sure would like your company. Uh, and uh, any any comments or feedback, 
feel free uh, to leave them at 415-633-6683, the voicemail, or email to do sf podcast at gmail.com. Have a super week. Mm-hmm.